Hi everyone, you're listening to the Bialucci podcast, uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. And that's the show starting. Hello everyone. Hello, hello. hello. That is cool and new. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not messing around anymore, mate. This no. is the only Bialucci show. Your um, your your uh, bottle of water there. Yes. Yeah. That, that it sort of resembles a, ba- a baby's bottle. I can see like a teat on the end. Of that. Well, that's, I think that says more about you than it does about <laughs> yeah, Charles's yeah. bottle. I can see a nipple on the end. I'm seeing yeah. nipples. He's seeing nipples everywhere. How much would you you to, to replace that with like a? You can have the bottle of water in the water, but to put like a nipple on the end of it to go home. You with. mean like a cut, but so not an, a physical human's nipple. You mean yeah. like a nipple, like as in a the teat. Ba- a yeah, teat. Thank you. That was the word. For like, would you do it for twenty quid? Uh, I. I don't price yourself out of the market. I'll do it for free. I'll do it for the attention. Yeah. Even though I had a lot going on during lockdown. You know, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. Anything, anything for anything to oh, be Krim, noticed. Oh, uh, Krim. Uh, Charles has uh, been costed by nutters again in toilets. Yes, apparently, and, and on the train, someone exposed themselves. Well, no, it was, it was in the... Oh, I didn't hear about the exposure. No, though. well, yeah, there was exposure, yeah. Um, I was, uh, I stopped off in uh, London, Victoria train station. Other train stations Well, I was in London, Victoria available. train station. Um, and I stopped off in the toilets to urinate. Cottaging and again. Cottaging yeah, yeah. again. And Earn a few quid. Just while to, yeah, exactly, yeah. scope out the scenes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have your foot under a few yeah, stalls. See, what, see what's going on. I thought on. the risk of coronavirus aren't too high in the station. Let me go into the toilet. Yeah, exactly. and Don't. There was a time when... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> guy went to bog roll. Like, I, saw oh. a hand, I saw a hand come up and like, oh. underneath and like tap. Ah. And I was like... How do you know you wanted bog roll? Because he said, but like, I was like, oh, it's finally happened. I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's finally this. I was like, oh, this is the day I've been dreading. I was like, okay, this is, this is happening now. And yet you knew it was going to happen. And then he was like, he was like some, he was a, an Indian dude. And he asked, I'm not going to do the accent, but he asked. Yeah, please don't. Work. <laughs> if you can ask a bog roll. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's going to loads of these things. Thank it, you. Tapped be... again and went, thank you. Like waved. And oh, I was like, waved. <laughs> You should have said, yeah, two quid. How, I mean, how much do you want to wipe your ass? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a Seinfeld, isn't there, with a, oh, where Elaine is stuck in the stall and she doesn't have any toilet roll, so she asks the woman next to her, yeah, and says, "Oh, can, can I have some toilet roll?" And she's like, "No, I don't have any to spare." And she's like, "Can I just have like just one ply, like yeah. one piece, even the half a even <laughs> like a, a you know half a sheet?" She goes, "No, I don't have any to spare." But a public toilet, yeah. Why is she going to spare this, us? Oh, it's, oh, it's common. Anyway, so I went yeah. into London, Victoria to go for a pee. And um, and this was today, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was just Hot like, off the press this Yeah, one. I was just like, okay. And then uh, this female attendant came in, and I was a bit like, okay. And she was sort of hanging around me, and I was like, oh, okay. Put me off a little bit. Uh, I turned around, washed my hands, and then this dude came in, uh, screamed. Uh, okay, I think this dude was autistic, by the yeah. way. That's... <laughs> He looked a bit, he looked like something off with him. I'm assuming that thing was oh, You shouldn't have said that because the comedy's going to get sucked out of it now. I can't really look on. <laughs> can't really laugh at the mentally. Yeah, so I'm thinking, well, like, he, screamed, he did a weird high-pitched scream and then he just pulled, he was wearing shorts, and he pulled his trousers and his pants down in the middle of the thing, middle of the, the toilet, and yeah. just was there. And I was like... <laughs> Tackle out. Yeah, and me, and, me okay. and the female attendant, she was a small, little lady, and like we were just like... Well, that's interesting. Okay. And what do you mean the female attendant? There's a female attendant. In the male toilet? Yeah, yeah they do that now, don't yeah. they? They say, them. well, they put up a, they always put up a sign saying these toilets may be cleaned by male or female attendants. 
But what about the other way around? You can't have yeah. a male in a female toilet. I would feel not because it's always that thing of, yeah, but it's always the thing of you don't have to worry about the woman coming in, cleaning the men's toilets. You do have to worry but about that, the man. Yeah, going in, into in, in terms of now, you can't have that then. You can't, no, you can't do that. You can't go, well, we all know men are guilty of stuff. So no, we don't, I haven't agreed to that. Yeah. So I have not agreed to that. So you can't <laughs> say. So, but he then started walking around in circles. That is true. Um, with his junk out. Uh, I kind of, again, I just froze because I was just like, what? Oh, I like, and I, my honest thought is like, can I just go a day? Yeah, no, no without someone seeing getting their penis out and showing <laughs> me it's like, can, can I just go a, a day without this? And I'm, I'm just getting so sick of this. And then he went off into the cubicle. He shuffled. He's he shuffling around. Obviously. So winding back. So he he screams. He pulls his shorts and his. He's got to get his attention. Yeah, yeah. He announced it. He announced it. And then. Was there any like he looked at you as a kind of challenge, or the or the the female attendant, or he started he started muttering to himself, uh, okay. walking around in circles. Um, hence, hence my hence ha- my hands above the waist. Yeah, okay, yeah. Fine. Uh, it wasn't a moth. It wasn't circling the light trying to find its way out. He wasn't following you wherever you went around that mirrored room, was he? Yeah, and then he shuffled. He said the screamed again. He shuffled his way into a cubicle and started dry retching. Oh, so obviously, oh. and I turned to the woman, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, to be honest, at the scream, I would have left anyway. That's she it. I'm le- done. I thought I was honestly, I didn't leave because I, for a second, I was like, he might like interfere with her or start. Oh. You know what I mean? I felt bad for the for right, the lady yeah, yeah. there, so I was just like, I'm not. So I well, did. Did you not say, "Should we go?" I was just like, "What?" And she was just like. And then she just ran off into a back room. Oh, yeah. she left, well, you, that's left, <laughs> left you to die. And I was just like, all right. Well, he was off retching and screaming in the cubicles. So. Yeah, retching up the he razor blade he'd swallowed. He was busy. Ready to, I don't know what you do with that. Do you call change. the police? I, mean, I, th- I think he'd certainly alert the security in the oh, station or go security. to, you know. Uh, well, at Victoria, they'll have police going around. Yeah. Actual police. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, have, I ain't no snitch. They'll have, you know. Yeah, the policeman. What happened? Oh, I'm not telling you nothing, pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not taking me down. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Tightlips. <laughs> yeah, so the line is Johnny Tightlips is why these blokes keep exposing themselves <laughs> to you. Well, again, I think, though, it's like if you burgle somebody's house, no matter what happens, you're tough you burgled the house and i do feel a bit sort of like so you mean the owner could beat yeah, them up do what you want. Yeah, yeah i think that's fair but then so I, and I don't mean to say that if you're going into a public toilet it's sort of like right sign here when you come in anything can happen when you go to a public toilet well, certainly to men's so by, toilets yeah. yeah so being in there you know, sort of like well these things are going to happen but you sh- but it's not thunderdome i mean it's a public <laughs> toilet. yeah like there's kids going in there yeah, so, you know what i mean like people and sometimes dudes take their daughters in if they're unaccompanied you know what I mean? yeah, so there's people the of all there? ages going in it's not like and it's it's victoria so it's a fairly busy it's not like kind mm. of the weird dogging one well, like, well, which one i like you probably know which one it is don't you okay. what's the weird dogging uh, one? <laughs> oh no i did he does know i did I came joking. across I, okay this is there's a woods this is enough okay okay <laughs> Well, I'll stop my weird you sex heard. stories in a second. Yeah. Um, but there is a woods. You said um, that 40 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's more about this. I don't know if I've told you this, but there's, yeah, there's woods kind of around the back of my house. So, well, in the next village on from where I live. Right. Uh, from where I grew up. And um, uh, these woods are, uh, they, they have sort of car parks and stuff. And it's, oh, it's, all very, it's all very isolated. Thinking about it now, I was like, oh, this is a perfect spot. Me and my mate were just, I don't know, he was, we just stopped and we're like, oh, this is a nice spot. We'll go for a oh, walk. Come Lovely on, day. Like, at night. Yeah. No, it's during the day. We oh, just happened to stop. No, yeah. uh, 
Oh, have you got your condoms? Yeah, yeah, yeah my condoms. Of course, Danny. That's about <laughs> lube. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we sort of walked. It was a, one of these weird uh, uh, things. It, it woods where it wasn't necessarily a path, but it was sort of a copse with very thin uh, trees, sort of ash. A copse. It was. I said copse. It was. It was. It was sort of these. It wasn't necessarily. It wasn't like thick wood with a set path. Right. We just sort of walked across these woods with yeah, these small, very thin trees. You know? So <laughs> okay. we sort of walked. Was there a scarecrow? <laughs> Uh, we, do not enter we we came we sort of walked a bit and then we came across this clearing no we came across this bush and i was like clearing and um and this bush had like i, I looked down there was just faggot. what was her name charles <laughs> well, yeah, don't be so sexist <laughs> well there's there were like fag ends everywhere and i was oh, like God, in the middle mean. of nowhere i was like why is there yeah. like hundreds hundreds of fag ends like oh. in this one spot and then I looked down, there was loads of condoms as oh, well. And nice. I was like, okay, this is yeah. plot thickens. <laughs> then I look. There's I think the plot is solidifying. And <laughs> <laughs> congealed. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so I looked down and, and there's a clearing. And then I noticed in the clearing that there's these uh, sort of uh, little stick branches, or small branches, uh, and there's pants, oh, uh, ladies' pants hanging from uh, all these different sticks. Um <laughs> Pair of blooms. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, it, took, it took me a bit longer to work out what the hell was going on. So, right, but yeah. after a bit, I was just like, okay. And then, what sealed it is that there was we noticed because we were like, okay, I think I know this is a dogging spot, right? There was a note in the middle of there was a piece of paper, yeah. in the middle of the clearing, and literally we were like, okay, so we walked over to this note, and this note said, oh, um, if you're any person capitalized so non-gender specific that's fine it's equal opportunity yeah. Yeah. hell yeah equal opportunity is weird in this um looking for uh adult fun yeah and he gave his i think he gave a house number as well as landline but this is so risky we ran it's we not... ran like but that could point, be a prank that... couldn't it it's always used yeah. to be the thing of like writing someone's number in the you know the toilet saying oh for a good but it's time, a home or... number it, yeah so yeah trace that but it, yeah. But the, the the risk is not worth the reward. Do you take a picture? Just... I think I might take a picture actually on my old phone. Yeah, you should have. Like, yeah. yeah, like four or five phones ago. Um, the we home just ran because we, we just I I was just, it was starting to get dark at that point. I was just like I do not want to be caught out here in the dark. I feel that when you see these numbers scrawled in the toilet, you think I feel so bad for the person. It's come to that. What does that feel like when you're doing it? Going, I've just got nothing. Like I'm at the, in the toilet. But I think a lot of that is people pranking, isn't it? So you know, if I, I thought that, yeah. I'm like, well, 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 somebody else's if you push me too far, I'm going to be like, for a good time, call Theo. But there must be actual ones that are real. Oh, oh sure yeah, totally. I'm but sure they're just disgusting. Got, oh, when you're having a shave and you're going, "What is my life?" Well, like, that's, that's the point, isn't it? Catch yourself in the mirror, don't you? Yeah, but it's the same like people who just off their faces on drugs all the time. It's not a booze, you know. That's different, though. The sex. You're not off your head. You're gonna be. It's quite a cold thing to go. Come and visit me. Yeah, that's got it. You're like I'm one of those people. Like I'm at the bottom of the pile. I did hear an amazing. It was in Australia. <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, he's on the forum today. Um, in Australia, someone uh, took revenge against their ex-girlfriend by putting up all these flyers saying, "Call this number." And do a Chewbacca impression, and the best Chewbacca impression wins two oh, something like two hundred dollars. So she's got all these voice notes of blokes going, "I want the prize." <laughs> <laughs> is that a crime to do that? It's <laughs> somebody's number. I mean, it's not not a crime, is it? It's probably there's probably like a yeah harassment or a, because he's done it maliciously. Yeah, the people calling up aren't. 
because they're thinking, yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah, saying, yeah, oh, it's a radio contest. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Two hundred dollars, yeah, whatever. That's interesting. I mean, it's hilarious, but probably not if you're getting out at three in the morning, kind of thing. But it sort of takes the sting out of it that he's doing a stupid impersonation. Yeah. If it was just like harass this person, that's a bit. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going, yeah, do a silly, do a Kermit the Frog impression. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. Just when they connect, just do a Kermit the Frog impression. Yeah. No, in- no intro, no nothing. Yeah. You just yeah. have to smash that and hang up that. quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, harassment, sexual, anything else? What? So what I like that we've kicked off the new show. I know. I was as, hoping as that we left a bit off. more. Yeah. I mean, we finished on Greek mythology last year. I, we, I, th- I, I thought now. we could yeah. Yeah, keep it up, keep it up. Um, so you're saying everything in London's closed, but open, but now closed again. Oh, well, they had a, our, our glorious leader, our dear, glorious, benevolent leader. Uh, <laughs> well, at the time of recording, the Prime Minister is Boris Johnson. Yes, but, Kim uh, Jong-Boris. Um, Boris Johnson. <laughs> Johnson Johnson. Um, he has, uh, apparently they were going to open some stuff up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not sure. I had not heard this. Because everything's staggered, isn't it? So maybe it's, I think it's things like, so it was Jim's last week. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just checking the date, not the time. Which is like, <laughs> bored of you guys already. It's the 31st. Yeah. It's my brother's birthday. Anyhow. Um, Happy birthday, so I think, brother. Yeah, ah, he'll appreciate that. Um, so it was things like, oh, last week it was the gyms. This week it's now the swimming pools and the beauty salons, I think. Yeah. Are, only be yeah, open cinemas, this weekend. So. Yeah, cinemas. But the 24-hour gyms didn't open. They were still restricted hours. Yeah, I think um, everything that's, that, is permitted to open is still operating under yeah. right you can only open for a certain time reduced hours um because obviously um for since what the early 2000s we've had 24-hour licensing most most councils oh, yeah. don't grant it but yeah. you, you could it's a hassle to get but yeah. you can have 24-hour booze licenses. Yeah. Yeah. but they were they were saying right you can't say for example your weather spoons can op- opens up a you know, six, seven. seven yeah, yeah. So they could start serving at seven. Yeah. Can they start serving at seven? Is I it? have been. I mean, I always, sometimes I used to go for breakfast when I was at uni. I used to go for breakfast. It's actually not bad breakfast. Oh, it's all right. It's, it's very cheap. It's like two, three, but it's like three pounds if you go before nine. And uh, so we used to go there, get a, get a cheap breakfast. And then there always used to be the same builder crew in there on their third or fourth pint at like yeah. eight in the morning. And I'm just like, what were they drinking? Newcastle brown ale? Uh, I think it was just lager, but they were already like looking a bit wavy because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's eight in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, God damn. Is that them coming off a shift or starting? I think they were going there. Oh, God. <laughs> God. I, I, I work with people that were on drugs like first thing in the morning. That just but again, that's, the, that's your looking at yourself in the mirror. What You're thinking, what is my life? Yeah. Like you wake up in the morning and smash, you know, I don't know what the term is of, of doing heroin. Does one smash? <laughs> Chasing the dragon. Yeah, is it? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is I it. heard. Yeah. yeah, you heard Leo told you. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? It's obviously points to a... Yeah, well, it's dad mental health, too really. Much or not enough, that's mental it? health. If you've really got into it, that's a mental health. Yeah, if you're dependent. Of depression yeah. and you're trying to take the sting out of the day by just mm. having yeah. a few drinks. Lots, lots of people wake and bake, though, don't they? So. Oh, here we go. See. Well, no, not, not me, obviously, but yeah. I've known people. Yeah. You've ever heard somebody talking about it on the, on the train? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, uh, there's a filmmaker, Kevin Smith. I think you'll you'll know yeah, who he is, Smith. but I don't know if that, if that means anything to you, um, Theo, but... He smokes, he's quite open about how much he smokes, how much weed he smokes. But he said, like, once I started smoking weed in the house, my wife basically said the rule of, you're not, if you're smoking weed, I'm not having you sitting around just doing nothing. So he has to be, you know, so the rule is he can smoke in the house as long as he's You have to give yourself a mental rule. Like, you have to say, uh, the the, um, like having a, um, a, a spliff or whatever, 
Well, actually, when I used to work with someone, they used to say, why don't you wait till you get home to have that? Surely that's something you want to look forward to. Yeah. And then it was like, it was be at lunch, uh, just before we finished work, you'd have one on the way back. Yeah, that's Then it was the lunchtime, and you go, then it's during the day. I think you, it, you should look upon it as like a alcohol. It should be something that's done at the end of the day when you can relax. It's got to, you've got to have that theatre around it. You can't just go, and go so I said, you said to him, just imagine it's a glass of wine. You wouldn't mm. have it at, at 11 o'clock during the day. It's not um, South Kensington. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, but and I, I knew a guy I worked with, and he used to have for lunch when we was doing removals work, which is fucking hard work. Yeah. He would have a Chinese for lunch, but like the full, he'd buy like three containers. He'd just be so tired, wouldn't you? Oh, so stocky, yes, and he yeah. would be. But it's just like, no, I just like And it. also because it's so salty. You're going to be sweating everything. buckets anyway. It's got all lifting. the MSG in it. It's going to weigh you down. The salt, you're just going to be yeah. guzzling uh, water and not pissing it out. You're going to feel dreadful. Basically. But he, that was his thing. If there's a Chinese anywhere near, right, I'm going to the Chinese. And he'd come back. I said, why don't you just get like a rice? Or, no, yeah, get yeah, a thing. I get ribs. A little so bit. Go, yeah. How could you even enjoy that? To sit down. So he's going all the sauces and everything. Yeah, mate. We'd always have ribs and like, or chicken balls and nothing. Oh no, no! But that's like you're if you had some down... chicken noodles, that probably yeah, right. yeah. Something else, especially about rice, something it's little. But it does. But this is like bottom of the barrel companies I'd worked for. So it was like all the people that had fallen through society and eventually landed up at these places where you, sometimes you didn't have lunch breaks. Yeah, like yeah, you just don't even have breaks. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, and I used to think, oh, this is a mental health thing. Like I did a lot of my one of my my studies on human beings was like with food and Pavlovian conditioning. Before I knew what Pavlovian conditioning was. We should have a section for this. We should have like a Theo study. I still do it now. But the um I, I used to think, oh, you can you can literally change like a group's uh, and the emotions of a group by food or not. And I used to think, right, if I do give them food at this time, if I don't at this time, um I used to train somebody like there was one bloke that was like a bit racist and nobody wanted to work with him. Well, that's quite reasonable. I would <laughs> no, no, say. Yeah. but it was like that sort of like everybody was sort of environment. Uh, old, old timey, yeah, old timey racist. He's just miserable. Bit okay. you, you could tell he was just that hated everything. And I got stuck with him, and I thought, right, he's obviously fucking. He does not want to work with. He's he's miserable either. So I thought, oh, oh no, this is my project now. Now okay. this is my how. Oh, let me see if I know what I'm doing here. So then I eventually worked it. Then what I'd do is I, I, I'd say, like, oh, do you want a Red Bull? When I, Sometimes I have to work with him. i say, do you want a yeah, Red Bull? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, go on then. So I used to get him a Red Bull. So every time I used to start work, I said, I knew he was waiting for the Red Bull because he wouldn't have his coffee. Oh, yeah. And then he started slowly coming out of his shell. Then I thought, right, nobody's nasty. Everyone's still a kid inside. And just life has piled up on top of you. Mm-hmm. So, so you've, you've, come, you've del- become delusional. So I used to just ask him questions about him. Not just so where you're from. Like, I used to really try and the, you've, there's somebody inside you that's a nice. So, because um, really all the, you know, racism, hate and all that, it's all bullshit. It's, it's a lie you're telling yourself. It's just you, that you're just reflecting stuff about the world. You have so to be taught to hate. Yeah. So you're yeah, not, you're not bought to so it. I can, if it's been put on you, it means you can unpick it. So, um, and this after like a month or so. So I'd always get a Red Bull first thing in the morning, get him his thing, get it, get him. And then uh, asking questions. And then it starts slowly coming out that he used to be a dancer in like a swing band. Okay. We think nobody's going to talk to him about that. Do you know what I mean? So he just closes that door. Mm. And I just say, okay, so what was the thing? I've never heard of that. Oh, what do they do? And who's that? Oh, that's the band. What music? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I did this thing. Oh, and who did you do that with? Oh, it was this girl I used to be with. And blah, 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 blah. And then... And and it took about two two and a half months of doing this thing with him. And whenever, because he's lazy as well, 
I'd always say, oh, yeah, I'm training at the moment. Yeah, any of that hard work. You give me that. Yeah, no, don't you do that. Give me that. I'll get you help. And so I started training him to this thing of like it was beneficial for to be with me. And then after about two and a half months, somebody come up to me and said, um, you know, oh, I nearly said his name. Oh. Sam. Less Sam. I say his name was Sam. His name wasn't Sam. Um, did I mean, it also, if his name was Sam, that doesn't narrow it down. No, no. but I thought yeah, don't, it saved me saying his name, but it yeah. sort of sounds like that. So his name is Sam. And he said, he said, uh, he said, Jesus Christ. He said, I've never had Sam asked if he could work with somebody because only two oh. of us. And I thought, so he's actually gone to the world and said, oh, God, can you stick me with me? And I thought, I did nothing other than be nice and just actually show interest in him without mm. it being bullshitty. Like, I wasn't, in, I wasn't trying to trick him. So, and, but if you to just to zap back to who he was, yeah. Mm. yeah. And even him, but then I do it with groups of people as well. So I'd, I'd, if people were miserable, I'd just go and get a little bit of bags of sweets and some sugar. And then it used to change. And then I noticed that if I didn't bring it, they would be miserable. And they weren't actively showing it, but they were expecting it to happen. Mm. And it happened because I knew people that would go to shops at lunch. And if they'd be, oh, as soon as lunchtime was coming, everyone starts getting a bit happier. Like they've been half miserable, boring. And then they start being, oh, what are you doing? And then they'd go to the shop. And if there's sometimes a shop was closed, they'd come back miserable. And I thought, oh, this food, that's like, they're, they're, this is like a, they're dealing with depression here, this food. That's what it's, this yeah, is yeah. basically medical, they're medical. Um, medicalizing food it's actually affecting the mood of these people depending on what food they're getting first thing in the morning if we went i knew somebody we go to tesco's and if they didn't have his um what they call like his chocolate croissants he used to come back in with the hump because he was expecting that boost of sugar high do you know what i mean and probably also his ritual isn't it yeah i was gonna say people get into well everything muscle memory everything but the sugar it's definitely the why i say people take drugs or smoke or whatever because massive part of the working people in this country how you get through working on a building site or mm. doing shitty removal work it's because you use cigarettes you use that every 15 minutes i'll have a fag you've just got to, you're just trying to get through the hours that's all it is yeah. and you go well why would you eat a load of shit at the end of the day you go because they need that to look forward to because if you've got no shitty food and you've got no cigarettes and you've got no booze at the end of the day how the hell do you do this job you've so, got to have treats you've yeah but i realized yeah. that they're actually uh, it's they're pacifying like a depression they keep constantly pushing it back with food and things and that because when you remove it they go back to being miserable they need that boost and that's when i'd stop doing things with food and things well, I, I think it's positive to have some kind of reward i mean you you know it's not positive no, to, to be a hedonist or whatever too, and live in no no but that's, too, pleasure that's or whatever, almost but, like middle classy i understand what you're saying but if your job is like i ain't doing that every day forget that you actually need something to physically and mentally boost you. You need a sugar kick. You need a nicotine kick. It's not a, well, I'd like a glass of wine at the end of the day. That's a very soft version of it. But if you are working on a building, it's like six days a week and you hate it and your life's a mess. Mm. A glass of wine, at the end, you can't. You've got to get those hours in. You need to get to the out. You need yeah. a cigarette. I need another yeah, cigarette. But, but sometimes though, it's just like, okay, I'll do, you know, one might say, I'll do, I'll do some work all afternoon and then, and then I might look at a, uh, some pictures of a woman with a top off or something. It's a little reward, you know? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's everything. It's that and food. Like I said, you need, people need these things to just get through. I mean, even the weekend thing. I have radios on um, when I was doing security for escorts. And I never listened to radios for like, this was after my um, four or five years of just not associating with anybody just vacuuming information just doing driving work and when i left and i did some driving for escorts they'd want the radio on 
oh god it's hard on the ears when you're not used to that to just oh, what are you doing this weekend oh hi i'm phoning in oh, what are you doing oh me and my mates oh well like going, a talk really? radio kind of. no it's like a oh, kiss or something no oh, so and so where are you off to tonight oh me and my friends all right cheer and i'm thinking oh it's just like in my head you're saying nothing and um i but, enjoyed your impression of you but, young but when i was listening to it and it's like they, they would st- there's these patterns of uh, oh, Wednesday, halfway through the week. Don't worry, a few more days till we get to the weekend. Pump day. Yeah. Friday. Oh, good. We're going out tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sunday. Oh, it's Monday. Oh, don't worry. You're... I'm thinking, what is this flow of like, oh, it's a miserable Monday. Don't mm. worry, Wednesday. Nearly a few days to the weekend. Just get to the weekend. You go, well, what? why am I... What are you? Is everybody listening to these radio such a miserable for half the week? But I yeah. just need my Friday. Yeah. But that's what I mean, and, and that's slightly higher up. That's not like a, you're having a horrible job. That's just you've got a boring life, and I will need to, I need something to get me through. And you go, rich people ain't doing that, mate. No, people ain't going. Oh, I just got to get through the week. I've got it's because I would think like with when I was putting the company together, I couldn't wait for Monday to come around. Monday was like my Friday night because people started answering their emails again. So my weekend was just like, oh, just you're email. just logging onto your computer, the emails come in, lads, 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 <laughs> typing away. Because the weekend thing was like, oh, nobody's going to do sod. It's so annoying. So Monday, so they go, oh, it's Monday morning. Oh, God. But I think, no, what are you talking Why have you got into this pattern mm. of depression? Why? Oh, right, because you made all terrible, terrible decisions. So your life is, you're now... Well, I just went for the office job and uh, um, the one, two holidays a year and I'm going to get married too soon. I'm going to have a baby too soon. It's just this, and now my life's miserable. Yeah, because you just followed these bloody adverts, get married too soon, get a mortgage too soon. And now your life's boring. You've done nothing. You sit in an office all day and now you've got to have this, oh, it's Monday morning again. We'll do something about it. You, Sorry you made shitty decisions and you didn't want to take any risks in life. So oh, no, it's Monday morning, got to get to Friday. And I couldn't listen to it Yeah, because it was like people moaning about oh it's Friday oh it's next Friday we can go out and have a drink and go how can you live like that just trying to just get living to the for weekend. the weekend isn't it yeah and if you take it back to the people at the bottom of society the people that are struggling and paying low wages low low wages two three jobs and you go yeah let them have their fag they need that cigarette every fifteen minutes to get them through that hour to get them through the end of the day because then they've got to get up and they can't get up and do that again not without something through the day to get them through there. And at the lowest points of the jobs that I worked with, with some of the cash in hand, people that couldn't read, come out of jail, started the next day, removals, work or building, whatever. They would have to have drugs halfway through the day because they would just, they had not mentally got nothing to run on. How would they, um, what, what kind of drugs are we talking about? How would they function? Okay, fine, fine. Yeah. So you would have people like removals, you're 12 to 15 hour a day, six days a week running up and down stairs and basically, and everyone's going, hurry up. When we're done. And so you can't even stop. People would come and go. So it's like in World War Two when they were giving all the soldiers speed. Yeah. I mean, so it was like that. Force marching. Uh, and uh, yeah, because I think, gee, no, people, people would turn up. If you had any half a brain, you, they'd leave after 10 minutes. Some would make it to a lunchtime. The nutters would sort of get through a day. You think, oh, he's like mentally quite tough. He's, he's just going, I can't leave. I've got to get through the day at least and not come back. But some people just turn up and go, I'm just going to go in my car and just leave. I ain't doing that all day. Forget that, mate. I wouldn't get through the half hour because you yeah. just go, 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 go. Um, but people, again, they'd come out of jail. Somebody couldn't read. They'd be, this is the bottom of the pile. And they'd be doing this all day. You think, God, how do you get through doing this all the time? Me, I had to actually give myself, because I was doing the media thing at the time. So I was around all this. So I'm trying to learn about life, but I'm around all this. I thought, right, I've got to do something mentally to get myself through this. So that's when I started doing experiments. People, I started 
thinking, right, let me experiment with different breathing techniques as I'm running up and down the stairs. Let me experience some training, nutrition. I used to eat different things to think, how's my body going to react for 12 hours of exercise a day if I eat this? And then I started noticing things. I think, oh, God, when that happens, that's from that food. Not like stupid stuff like, oh, I never realized that would affect me. Oh, well, let me do this. Oh, hang on, I feel better, but I don't get a crash after that. So I ended up learning a lot, just be like putting a fire onto all these different things, breathing and all that sort of exercise and uh, finding out a lot to do with the body and breathing and biology just from doing a horrendous job for two years because I had to mentally get myself through the day. Um, but some people, they were low at the low end of life anyway, so they'd made terrible decisions. The biology yeah. was messed up, children's, uh, childhoods were messed up. So it was fascinating to watch them go, to do this every day, the people that had been doing it for like 20 mm. years, they would have to have like, they'd take some speed in the morning and then you'd see them get a bit miserable and then they'd start arguing things. I'm thinking they've, they've lost perspective of how mm. they look to the customers here. Like they don't realise you're in somebody's house and you're having arguments, but it's because their endorphins are going that they need the boost of drugs again and the cigarettes ain't going to do it and the cup of tea ain't going to do it. And then a bloody car would pull up and then everybody would have the drugs and they'd be running around again. I'm thinking, oh God, the, for somebody that's like sober, they don't yeah. realise that somebody's looking at this going, this does not look right. Suddenly you're miserable. you don't know any different, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking, because a lot of these are middle class people that need people to move their houses. Mm. They ain't going to do it like six, seven, seven bedroom houses. I was thinking, I hope they don't know that they're not seeing what I'm seeing because this is embarrassing. Sometimes it'd be fist fights, mate. Because it gets to sort of four o'clock, everyone's done drug, drugs twice, they haven't eaten. And it would get to that four o'clock where I start thinking, it's that hour again where... People start saying, why did you put that there? Don't put that there. Look, I don't want to get out of here. Blah, blah. But, and you think, it's drugs. They, they, they're crashing mm. and they haven't eaten or they've eaten rubbish on lunch. The cigarettes run. And then you I've need got... need a good Chinese, don't I've you? got in sort them out. middle yeah. of fights <laughs> on the back of vans in people's houses where you're thinking, I'm just dealing with like, this is like a loony bin here. This is nothing to do with but the what problem. what was that like for you? Well, to be in the middle of the madness. Well, I had to make it work. I literally had to go, right, how am I going to get through this? Because I have to yeah, pretend no, to be no, stupid. I, mean, yeah. I can't tell them anything about what I'm doing. I can only have to do these jobs because I've chosen to do this thing with no money. But it means I have to be sort of malleable, which means I can't get a proper, proper job where I have to sign a contract. So I need these low-level jobs. I can just walk onto a building site or walk yeah. in and say, have you got work? Because I might leave tomorrow. So I had to start and go, the morning go, right, well, what am I going to get through? Who am I working with today? Because you're talking about pure ignorance, racism, nastiness, anger. You got, I've got to try and get through all this. Um, but then I just found that the people are individual. Like, I mean, I said to you before, I used to, if there's like, uh, say, um, groups of people that aren't English, I used to think, I wonder if I can Welsh. Yeah, yeah, the Welsh. Um, I used to try and introduce words into them to see if I could get them all saying words. And then it would it was amazing because it would like spread to somebody I'd never met and he'd say it. And I'm going, oh, so they started saying it. Then he said it. Just like anything to get me through. Were that. you trying to teach them nice words or were you just like... No, just random. Them? It was literally just, I wonder if I can get him to say certain words because I had to get through the day. And I could go, well, he'll say it because he'll say it as a joke and he'll copy him because he's his mate and then they'll be doing it ironically. And then one day I just worked with somebody I hadn't worked with for four months. Never worked. And then he just started using this word, but he wasn't using it ironically. Like saying, like, tremendous. And he, and I thought, oh God, how did he get to him? I thought, oh, isn't it amazing? <laughs> he could like, introduce these things. But um, yeah, I actually learned so much that I didn't want to have to go through that to learn it. To do with 
uh, the nutrition and all that nobody knows what they're talking about because you've never really put fire on things you just sort of think th- i think f- realize that you can make things work especially science or whatever when you put fire on things what do you like mean? you need to put a, a flamethrower to an idea oh, and right, most okay. people don't if you go i thought well, you meant, i thought you were doing yeah, the calorie counting <laughs> thing yeah and i realized oh until a lot of the stuff I've learned is because I've been forced into these positions where if something has to work or not. And then you start to look at people that write articles about nutrition and diet and they go, you haven't got a clue because it sounds right. And you, you haven't actually gone right. Okay. Let's take that thing that you call that energy drink. Let's put it into a building site and say, right, get through the day on that. They don't do that. And they're certainly not going to do it over years. So I just had to follow two years of that specifically just the body the everything i just sweat i thought oh my god there's all this stuff that does work and you don't hear about that does work for health and to get you through energy wise that and nobody knows about it and it's all little stuff that but it's it's um was it also quite i kind of was there almost an element of god that could have been me if i hadn't decided to change what i was doing no because it was me because i remember being like that that's what i'm saying but you were still you you were out of it at that point mentally yeah but i had to come back down the ladder to go back in that was one that i had to give up offers that i was given to do the magazine thing and i lit, knew oh god i've got to go back to all that but i've got to pretend now that i'm stupid i can't nobody knew anything i'd slip up every now and again and i'd say a word and go where'd you learn that word i think oh and i've got to turn, I've got, I've got to talk <laughs> stupid and then we're talking about knowing who you are after doing it for years i would forget things because i hadn't been using words and i'd go to say the word i think oh what was that word that I think, oh my God, my, my, it's dropping off. Like everything yeah. that I need is dropping off. And then, and that was my biggest learning curve, which is when I go on about army oh, persons, development, all that is what nobody knows is because I was, it was, I was leading two lives. I had complete, literally a line between this life with all the media and all these people over here. And then at the bottom of the pile over here. So I just swept through all these experiments every single day. There was probably five different experiments over years, like just to get me through. I had to have something to get me through. I had to think I'm just plonked in this body and I'm experimenting here. It's like shit and it's boring and I hate these people and I can't stand this. And he's, he's a disgusting human bit, but I have to try and get through. Do you reckon he does experiments on us, Charles? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, obviously, yes. Yes. No, because it's not an extreme of life. So it's oh, I'm not okay. going to learn anything about the extreme. The thing, the nicest people were all the people I could never, you can't really, they're the hardest to read. It's when everybody's trying to be something or trying not to be something. or Because when you've got, you got spikes of it's anything, there's a reason. If somebody's just well, quite nice and nothing, <laughs> they go, well, there's nothing for me to grab onto here. So I can't learn anything. But it's if, often, I suppose often the uh, the person people try to be or the person people project, the persona people project often tells you a lot about who they really are yeah I, i'd meet people when i was doing the magazine and things i could read people straight away because if you're trying too hard or you're trying to not do something too hard That's what, yeah. either way you're still an extreme of something if you're just a generally happy person hasn't got any extreme and you're quite nice there's nothing to latch on to because you're actually just quite nice it's when people try to hide things or hustlers or you go, oh God, you're screaming insecurity. And all that. That, that, that's what they said. I read this book about, um, it's dumb. It's written by the guy who did The Wire TV show. David Simon? Uh, David Simon, yes. And he spent a year with the Baltimore Homicide Unit. This was in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, when Baltimore was like a war zone, basically. And they had like, they were having about 400 murders a year, like a small town. Like half like, the community dead. Well, just in more than one a Bust day. Bust some more in. We're yeah. right just more than one a day in a in a town like the size of like Reading, basically three hundred odd thousand. It's not a big place, you know. 
Um, and, and it was very interesting because they, uh, they talked a lot about interrogation techniques and how people behave uh, during interrogations. And that was the thing they said is that they said the, the, the guilty signs, they said, were too cooperative, not cooperative enough. Yeah. Oh, too yeah. friendly, yeah. Too, too not friendly. You know, like they said, any extreme was suspicious. So they said the people who were sort of in the middle-ish, yeah. they said too, like with family, you know, um, too, too over the top, um, a performative, yeah. a grief or, n- n- or zero grief. They were just like, to be, it, it, any extreme was suspicious. And they said it was just sort of, you had to write it, if you weren't that medium bit, then they, they suspected you. So. Oh, there's a couple, a woman I knew, she was on the, it wasn't the paedophile thing, but it was something to do with that. And she said, you couldn't really write it down on paper. She said, but if I met somebody and they were accused of these things, she said, if I suddenly like, I, I think they're like, I've got an unusual, I believe like them quite affinity. a lot. Yeah. She said, that was always a sign of like, oh, they're manipulating me. Because they're trying to be coercive. Yeah, I shouldn't know you. It should just be a thing. But they're being quite charming, yeah. which means, oh, they're putting on a performance, which leads me to think, that you're, why are you doing that? Yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah. But, it, it's um, always that thing in Columbo. Columbo always uh, singles someone out. If they, if he's like, because he always has, a, there's a, usually um, uh, an inaccuracy or some kind some, there's usually a question, one more question, one more thing. Yeah. Usually yes, something, one more thing. One more thing. Um, there's usually something odd about the crime scene or something missing or, or not there when it shouldn't be or whatever. So, uh, and it's always the person who tries to explain it instead of going, yeah. I don't know why there's... Let me be overly helpful to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the window is locked, yeah. you know? Huh. Uh, I don't know. That's your job. I, I have no clue. He's like, fine. But it's the person who's like, oh, well, maybe it's because of this, this, and this. Then he's like, Okay. Let me lead you down the path. What other ideas have you got? <laughs> okay. Well, there's that one last thing. I said it before, but it was great where he, the, the, I think it was a lawyer. So he was supposed to be very smart. And I'm he just got, laughing because, again, we're so up up at the times. Yeah, we're really appealing to our base at the moment. <laughs> if you like over 50s talk, come <laughs> um, Yeah, he says to the guy, he does the same old thing, which you never get used to. We go, oh, that's great. Okay, well, I'll just be on my way now. Oh, just, just one more thing. Yeah, just one more thing. Um, He's got one trick. It works. It works. Said, it works uh, yeah, he? and he's been nice to the guy. Yeah. He said, I'm sorry to have to ask you this, but it's just I've got to show it to my boss. Yeah. Like, I've got to show it to my boss just for the paperwork. You understand? Can you just where were you at that time? I know you. Yeah, like, oh yeah, fine. I was, uh, you know, I was doing thing. I was there with my wife and blah. He goes, oh, okay. And he went, oh. and then he walks out the door and he goes, ah, oh, you're great. You are. He says, you know. He said, usually. He goes, I wish I had a memory like you. He said, because usually when I ask people where they were sort of six months ago, nobody can remember. <laughs> but you know exactly where you were. That's great. And the guy goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have probably forgotten the word. I don't know where I was. <laughs> that's why uh, That's why that Prince Andrew thing um, just... <laughs> Like, I oh, like that that specific day. I was in uh, Pizza Pizza yeah. Express, not in, sweating in Woking. But they're almost definitely they're, not they're, raping. They're anyone. so removed that they don't know that they look back. Do you know what I mean? They're that far removed that you go, well, they're clearly uh, clearly stupid people. So if I just come up with this, and you go, no, they're not stupid. You got you don't understand. They're not stupid. People are reading you, going, you're an idiot. But if you're just that closed off from the world, you think, well, I'll give them a yeah, minute. Yeah, sweating or not. You go. Who do you think you're talking to? Like they're not chimps; they know what you'd. Well, I had a, I, I've had a family member justify that interview. Oh yeah, to me because he, uh, they said, um, "Well, he looked obviously guilty, and if he was guilty, why would he go on and do that interview and then have just nonsense answers to all these questions?" And I was like, "Because this is an exercise in power. He doesn't care. He." 
he doesn't like having these accusations right, against yeah. him. So he just feels he can say anything. I could just yeah. say anything and just give you any excuse. And well, I thought the Royal Mail. Royal Mail. I thought. Um, uh, um, what are they called? Royal Don't family. bring the wrong mail into. This. I just thought. Uh, I just thought they were sort of like they would never comment one way or the other. That was that's the general um, kind of policy when there's things like this. It's very much about controlling the message. So yes, of course you can come photograph us while we're opening the hospital, the children, you know, yeah. the the hospital for blind paralyzed puppy puppies. Kids, what don't read so. Good, yeah, exactly so. that kind of thing, you know. But um, you want to ask questions about our private life? No. <laughs> But yeah, it's just the delusion of them. This that high up on the cost, they think, well, let's just go and tell them a few things and come back into my castle. You go, no, they're not stupid. They know what you're doing. Drive to back, yeah, drive back to my castle and my gold-plated <laughs> Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, all this talking. Oh yeah, are we terribly it's thirsty? Me thirsty yeah. And I'm just, I've got to have this drink here. We have because people watching will probably be like, what are these cans of beer here? But these are refreshingly know, not beer. So we basically have some new drinks. These are called Zag. Is that right? Zag, zero percent. Well, they, their, their logo is when everybody else zigged, we zagged. Oh, that's quite, so that's cool. quite nice. Made from tea and botanicals, 54 calories. So that's you're a bad. beer drinker, Charles, and this is the first time you tried that. What do you think? Um, interesting. What I thought it was going to be. Um, not like a... It tastes like a sort of sparkling flower sort of it, thing. It, it it's very much. different from a non-alcoholic beer. It's, 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 I think this is... They're sort of uh, advertising this as a non-alcoholic beer. It it has the the body taste slightly of a beer, but I don't like non-alcoholic beer personally. Well, what's the point? That's yeah. nice though, because I'm like, what's the point? Exactly. It's refreshing. That's the main thing. That's I would what... never have thought of that as a non-alcoholic beer. No, no refreshingly not. It, it, that's no sugars, I mean. no sweeteners, vegan friendly. Zag is a crafted blend of tea and botanicals, refreshingly zesty, refreshingly alcohol-free, refreshingly not beer. So I can see so where they are marketing it as a yes. I can see where they're coming from as a non-alcoholic. There is beer, a slight hoppiness to it. Yes, isn't but they, but it's not. Oh. It tastes more uh, as like an actual drink. drink yeah. that sh- yeah, it will have yeah. sediment in it, so we should have tipped it over before oh, they oh. sat there for about a week. But yeah, that's quite nice. That's quite actually yeah. quite refreshing. We're going to have a that's quite nice drink. on today. Zag. Yeah. Uh, so these are our are these our new, new sponsors? sponsors yeah. So zagdrinks.com. I'm speaking to Jerry, the um, on the founders of these two guys. Nice guys. We can have them on the show one day. Probably. Yeah. I uh, spoke to him a few times before we got this because I said, to, I'll, I'll be honest, I said to him, look, I've had people that we were going to have on the show sponsors and I've got their drinks and the taste was god awful. So I've had to turn them down. Like we, I've had to turn them down. And then, uh, so I said to him, can you send me some? And he sent me a load. I said, let me have a drink of them. So I had one. I thought, oh, actually, that's quite nice. It's not bad, yeah. It's, so it's, nice, uh, it's really oh, quite nice, actually. Oh, yeah. is, yeah, Com- Alex, is, kombucha, is, isn't it? Which is the thing now. Kombucha, what is, yeah, yeah, what is trendy, fermented yeah, tea, isn't it? Believe. oh it's the yeah because oh it is isn't it they've got these uh yeah i mean what? probably if you've ended the sentence yeah <laughs> we'd like to finish it's the like the, yeah it's that the internal thought the, yeah okay <laughs> express it with words yeah. here goes um okay i see these places in chinatown and in soho and those kombucha places have a queue going out the door this was before lockdown as well so they yeah. have the queue going out the door down the road and around the corner right and i'm and it's, uh, they sort of, um, uh, Chinese or Asian or Japanese, um, and it has all these sort of Asian people queuing. So I think that looks like that's probably quite good. It looks authentic. You know what I mean? Um, but it, all those places always look very popular. There's quite a few of them and they're sparse. They're like a, a really sparse shop. There's one of, there's a couple of them. Literally, it's like a counter, a white room counter. Like there's a lady sat there and you just go in. I don't think there's going to be a menu. You just go in and ask for stuff. And then they'll give it to but you. But what is it? 
Kombucha. Kombucha. This is nice. Oh, though. I thought you were going to say it's going to be a whorehouse no. or something. Yeah. No. Sorry to mention that. No, it's kombucha. Yeah, while we're no. talking about yeah. our sponsor. No, it's kombucha. Places. Well, I'm just glad. I'm saying, I'm saying it seems to be quite popular and quite. Oh, right. Quite well, I'm neat, just glad it, thing. it's got green tea, lime, lemon, mint, and cucumber. Do you know, that'd be lovely, like, as a kind of first thing in the morning, like. Just to wake you up without yeah, any Yeah, just a nice downside. little. Yeah. Let me look at something. I mean, this is great for the audio. Because yeah. we're, so we're just yeah. reading the ingredients yeah. while we're. So that's not bad. So the sugar per hundred, that's three point two sugars. That's quite low for something that you'd get in a can and taste like that. Usually, yeah. it's up in the ten twenties. Um, oh God, what did I see the other day? Oh, it was a chocolate. I thought, oh, that looks quite nice. It was in Marks and Spencer, and I turned it around, and it's fifty-two grams of sugar per hundred. Yeah, that's so why it like looks so nice. Hundred grams. It was two hundred. I thought, oh my God, that's like that. That chocolate's like fifteen cans of Coke. Like, that's how much sugar's in that. I can believe Yeah, it. I mean, you, your foot would drop off from the diabetes, but you think it's so happy. Fall out, like, yeah. you're it. Oh, what's her name? Jordan? What's her name? The model. Katie Bryce? Yeah. Oh, I looked Did we still got... class her as a model? I don't know. I don't think she models it. Um, she um, retired. Uh, a mannequin. <laughs> celebrity. Yeah, I suppose she's a celebrity. But she was on holiday. She broke both her feet. She jumped off of something, landed on her feet, broke both of them. She got them both in casts. Oh, now. <laughs> oh so, God. The, the, did you know, like, the, the biology say, like, distance so what did she jump off she was on some theme oh turkey she was in turkey with kremens and she was well not literally but um and not she, with karem because yeah, 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 yeah. when his wife is but she was at some theme park i only saw like the, the little bracket thing she, she jumped off something with her kid and she landed on her feet and broke them so her brains didn't say i was watching some <laughs> videos she did she was posting up a lockdown diary uh her and oh. harvey just looking in the mirror putting makeup on which is uh, just a uh, diary just complaining, just complaining about yeah. enemies and people, people. Uh, and I, backstabbers, <laughs> and uh, they were enemies. Yeah. <laughs> twenty, I'll say again, twenty years ago when she came out and she was acting like an idiot. I, I said, I stood in a like, I said, somebody, I can see how this one's life's going to turn out. Just shallow, hollow. Here's my autobiography. Look at me, babe, lads, mate. I thought I could see this a hollow person. I'm looking forward to this person getting old. And if you see the image, if you see an image of her, it's doing the thing that I like. The monster is starting to reveal themselves with the plastic surgery. Yeah. Like, look at my insecurities coming forward, and now do you just see the face and you go? I haven't seen her for a while. What does she? Does she? Yeah, not it's getting great? worse per every time you see it. It's a little bit worse. It's a shame because she was very quite. I thought she was quite pretty. I never she thought was she was attractive. She, she was yeah. before she got pulled around. You know what I mean? I think. But I met her in class. She was. But, like, but, but I think people. We mean think, plastic surgery. I think plastic right, surgery. Yeah. Plastic surgery can be okay. Yeah. But people do tend to overdo it. The people who get into it. Yeah, tend and to I love it. it. I love it because the, the the insecurity comes rocketing to the and you see the ma the monster comes through. You go, there you are, there you are. All those years you've been hiding, <laughs> and you just got this, <laughs> I love the like this, doc, of this. this Doctor Who sort of monster oh, inside. Okay, this yeah, okay, fair enough. Oh snap! We're, we're being shown a picture. Yeah. Do you see what uh, I mean? There yeah. you go. There's the real you. That that in, that monster inside you coming through. Oh. Lovely. Finally, 20 Damn. years, what I said from the start. Because the way she's talking. Did now, you fist bump when you saw her? You were like, yes, no, I have triumphed yeah. over Katie Price. But I just, I just, is, I, that, is that the picture in, in her attic, though? Or is that what she oh. looks like? <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it. I love bad plastic. I like seeing people that riddle riddled with insecurities, trying to be perfect, but just hacking into themselves as they do it. I watched a film with... Uh, Goldie Horn. Okay. Oh, is, no. is Goldie Horn nice to hang out with? Oh, you mean she was? In oh, you went to see a film, film with her? Yeah, I was watched the film. Did go to the cinema with her? 
<laughs> no, sat I, two seats apart. <laughs> yeah, holding hands. Kurt Russell had fan. some questions. Um, but she was in the film, and I didn't realise it was her. Oh, no, one of those. Because I knew yeah. that she was in this film, but I was like, is that Goldie Horn?" And I was like... I haven't seen her for a while. I haven't seen her film. Yeah, that's what time. I mean. When you said, but I had to thought, oh, no, I haven't seen her for a while. What did that look like when that... She looked... She looked good because oh. she's seventy, yeah. she's seventy six. Uh, so she looked, her face looked good. Anyway. Yeah. You can tell by the hands and the neck. Yeah, the scarf, like, white well, gloves, it, silk gloves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like her, her face looks alright. But, but I didn't know it was her honestly. And I had to Google because I googled the cat, found out the character's name, and I was like, and I was googling the thing on IMDb, and I was like, no, it is her. And so I was went, like, was she a main character in this film? Yes. It had, so there wasn't like a uh, thing before in the title, you know, starring. Well, so, I knew I knew it was her. Well, I it had her name, so I knew she was in the film. I oh, knew but this you didn't film. put the two and two together. I did, I honestly, I was like, no, that can't be her. She looked that. She must be. There must be some other blonde. It's the it. California thing, and it you get everyone's got to have a little bit done, and then if you, then they just they've lost perspective. They don't know what they look like mm. anymore, and they've just, and it's like, like I said, when you don't see somebody for a while, and you go, oh my god, you didn't see the little bits happening, so now you just go from there to there. You go, God, they didn't realize how bad they looked, and they just kept on. Someone I feel bad for. Because you go, you know, they've got an agent going. Well, listen, there's a, a Dove commercial that's going to pay. Just get a little bit, and then well, you. Oh, they're getting get told by. Oh, you want to keep being in this TV show? You're going to have bigger booms. Yeah, and but the thing is, there's no coming back from it, mate. It's not like you're going to after ten years. It's going to be clear. Up. We're not pro that. We're no. saying that that's wrong. Well, <laughs> like, I was, was going to say it's, it's, it, it, is, it is difficult for ladies um, in Hollywood and in that in Hollywood specifically because they just doesn't seem that they don't seem to have much of a place for ladies who are say forty or fifty. So right, yeah, you go so from right, thirty-five to then seventy. 70 isn't yeah, because you're either kind of you know the 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 young attractive star, or whatever, or starting to be a young mum, and then there's just that middle age put brackets gone. Plus, it's, and you're like the, the industry. Elderly. It's not a European thing. There's no pride in being old. You know, there's no thing that could come. It's just young, 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 young. That's you've got to be young, mm. so you've got to hold on. But it's just. It, Again, I feel bad for people that just get sucked into that. It's not fair that they should start hacking into their faces. But some of them deserve it. If you just pretended to be somebody you're not, and you're just, good, I'm glad you feel And I'm glad there's no out for you. You go, oh, my God, I, I pissed up my life trying to be perfect, and I can't stop myself hacking. We should do face. one day. We should do a special and just throw them at you and say, deserved it, or do you feel sorry <laughs> yes or for no? Yeah. Did they get their old face back or not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm quite like happy. reverse. I, I love it, mate. I, I'm glad justice. The and I'm glad that at the end of the day, you're always gonna pay for your sins. What is it? Um, Coco Chanel said, um, at 20 you get the face God gave you, and at 50 you get the face you deserve. And I think, yeah, that 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 works. That so that's yeah. that's, that's universal good. rules that have come into play. There, you can't get away with it. If you start acting like this through your life, then you better. Uh, 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 somebody I knew. Oh, I don't want to get into all that. It's about Do you know? Okay, stripping. Okay, talk about people looking bad. Do you know how old Snoop Dogg is? Oh no, I don't know. Uh, he's got to be in his fifties now. I yeah. saw him and I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." He's an African American gentleman. Typically, they yeah. age, age better crack. than us white people. <laughs> yeah, who just got bad genes. Um, so I sort of I, he was on something and I was like, oh, he's I reckon he's because he, he started I think uh, Dog Pound or his first album or whatever was eighty nine or ninety. Never sounded whiter. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, so he's probably been around because I was thinking he must have been about mid maybe early twenties something when that was released. So he's yeah, got to be in his 50, late fifties or sixties. He's forty seven. Oh really? So he was he's very young. young. Yeah. Well, 
Oh, God, I suppose he was probably like 17, 18. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause, cause, what, what did I say? I said 50-odd. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looked about, I was like guessing 60, like oh, right. mid-60s. Well, he's been smoking a lot. He's got and, and doing other stuff. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having, having, a, having a whale of a time. Because also he's very skinny, isn't he? Yeah, that is it. Dodging bullets has a habit of aging you. <laughs> I've said fifty, just on yeah, like you say, like how long he's been around. You think? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, when, I think when like was... what's my name came out, that's that song. I mean, he probably was only a little bit older than me then. So about, yeah, yeah, I think it's about. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, Alex, I think it's about sixteen or seventeen. When that, I suppose it's all the all the. Uh, NWA guys are probably because they were all teenagers, weren't they? Teenagers and then yeah, yeah, so when you listen to it, they weren't older, yeah. they were young people themselves. Oh, I'm quite thirsty. Are we just doing a shameless? Oh. That is nice though, that drink. Yeah, Zag, Zag, Zag on. Yeah, and especially on today when it's been quite warm, so it's it's good. Yeah, quite warm. It's, it's like thirty five. I've been sat in front of the bloody computer, sort problems out. I didn't realize the yeah, it's been one. mad hot today. Yeah. It's oh, actually been cooler yeah. indoors than out, which is unusual, isn't it? Yeah. To no, get it that way yeah, round. Yeah. Old fan sales are going to triple. Yeah, the pr- yeah, the, be the price of fans in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like 40 quid for a little hand van. <laughs> you get a nice breeze through the bars, don't you? Yeah, yeah I suppose. <laughs> it's one of the highlights of... <laughs> Hello to all our prison listeners. Yeah. Prison radio. Really cheer for Stay safe. <laughs> yeah. Just to know if radio's in prison, I don't know. Uh, probably not. They, you can have radio. I think that they are allowed. No, but what I think what Theo means is, as in, like you know, you go to a, oh no, you're not a radio. radio. Do they have like in? I think they, I've seen prison radio hosts somewhere. Probably in some of the prisons and some Open of them prison. not. Yeah, you know when Minimum it's when it's you know when they've got ISIS category. and all, yeah. and mafia and they're probably not like. <laughs> Here's Agadoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you like explosions? Hear about this. <laughs> oh, God. Talking of um, uh, uh, me seeing a UFO. Oh. oh. Did you get that video as yes. well? Yeah. I well, couldn't. I was confused. Right. No, well, I'm glad something happened. Actually, I feel a bit better about it the next day because somebody said <laughs> to me, um, um, Oh, well, he said, you know that area you were saying? He said, yeah. He said, oh, look, there's loads of like helicopters around here. And even though I'd seen what I'd seen like the night before, I was thinking, oh, he's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's looking at. He's, you know. And um, so he said, oh, yeah, they're, they're still there. Um, I thought, he's a, he's a moron. So like, anyway, the next day. <laughs> it's nice to someone no, who's trying to no face in it. I only told him because I know he's a bit of a lunatic, so he wouldn't laugh. But then he said, oh, I've seen some things. I think and now I'm sure he's so glad he's. I've seen some things. Okay. He, he doesn't know. But um, anyway, so I went back the day after, which was yesterday. And um, I thought, oh, they've got a helicopter up, like where I was thing, like like the longer one, the army ones. I thought, oh, that's strange. Anyway, so well, like we're Chinook. Yeah, and I was, so I was driving down the motorway, and then I noticed there was one on the other side of the motorway. It must have been 20 miles away. Um, so I was driving, and then I was driving down to the um, M1, and then there was one like 15 miles in front of me. And I thought, oh, that's strange. They've got these ma- helicopters, massive uh, parts. Is there an army base then? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, so told, told, told me there's a, a, a Aylesbury army base or out it's well that's the big one isn't it that's yeah the head, i thought they it? only had five chinooks yeah <laughs> on the okay they borrowed yeah. one from up north yeah there's oh, two for know. training and but, but the thing was it what it wasn't so what i did is when i came so i was going down at about 10 o'clock and i thought well, that's quite that's quite important they've got these three big helicopters up um the whole time i was going down the thing anyway there's been a lot of uh helicopter traffic there's chinooks when i was back in reading the chinooks were going over my house like uh, late at night as well it's because they knew there was a good dogging sign. They were like, we can get a look. <laughs> but literally, like, rattling, like... I mean, and they, really? Wow. Yeah. They were so... Yeah, low, they're not like, designed for yeah, literally finish. Um, I was out having a walk a couple of weeks ago, and uh, one flew 
literally flew straight over and panned around me. And it was so low, I could see the dude in the door. Oh, yeah. There's the wow. side door where they had the gun story. a bit, and there was a guy and he was strapped, and I could see him. And like I look, I could literally see his, like almost his face. You know, I could well, see his face. I could see him. I could see him in detail. And I was just like, "Jesus, wait, that is low." Well, when that, that when I was going there that night at the ten o'clock, when I came back, I was coming back up the same way, and it must have been four in the morning, and those lights were still up there. I thought, "Don't tell me they've been up there that whole time." And when I came back, I got to sort of Barnet area. And I looked up because one of them was very near me. And then I suddenly realized it's not the lights at the front and back of um, the, the helicopter. It was actually a jet. So I was looking at the, there was two lights on the back and one flashing in the middle, which I thought was the side, but it's actually the back of a jet. Okay. So the back, the back story is, to this is that Theo sent us a video saying, I don't know what these picture. funny lights yeah. are. Yeah. And then conveniently his camera's memory died oh, or the battery yeah. died. It classic up classic well, alien well, to hunter. Be, well, right, fair, the memory went on the phone last week and cut out. Just, yeah. So there wasn't, it was, like, it was only like eight gigabytes or whatever it was. Um, but the thing was, so I thought, Hang on, so they've had three jets up this whole mm. this whole night. They've had three jets going around, so I could see the shape of it. So for th- the day after, which is what my friend must have seen the day after I told him, for the day after that, which I go up all the time, never see any lights. The day after what I said, what I saw, these jets were up, although he only saw one. And the next day, which is when I went up and down there, from 10 till 5, there was three jets flying around that whole area. And uh, so something definitely happened that night. And I'm telling you what I saw. That, that, that when, when I sent you the video, there was a minute before then, which I was going, well, that's fucking, that's weird. What the hell was that? And, and thinking it was a helicopter because it's not moving. And going, well, you, I, I'm, I like, I'm always looking at those things. You know, you need a warning like there. You need a purple one there and the, on the green on the back. There's, there's rules here, laws. It's not moving. It's not moving. And I'm driving towards it. And I thought, Okay, it might not be a helicopter. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, it must be a plane, but it's going in the opposite direction to yeah, me. But it and it's a, probably a turning. Yeah. yeah, so it just looks like. I'm thinking, this thing's not turning. It's staying exactly the mm. same. It's not moving at all. And as I'm coming around, then the road starts to bend round. And then it's like a triangle. And I'm thinking, triangle up there. And the lights are underneath. And I'm still going, okay, there might be something below. And it looks like the light's underneath. I know, I can't see from here. Like It could be anything. And then as I was getting closer, like the triangle aspect became quite clear, but I could see the lights underneath. I was thinking it almost like the brain was going, it's like a computer game or something. It doesn't look right. That thing's not moving. And it's yeah. that shape. And then it sort of suddenly changed the shape into like a, more of a ball. And at that point I thought, are my eyes blurry? So I looked to the star that was to the side and it was just clear. It's perfect. It looked like something blurred, but the thing next to it hadn't. And then it just sort of slowly moved, stopped on the other side, and then it was definitely a different shape. I was thinking, hang on, that what the hell is that? So then I had to get the camera out, and I got the camera out to video it, but it, I pressed the thing, and it was on a photo, which actually got the better thing, and it took a photograph of it. And I thought, jeez, oh, I swiped a fright. And the annoying thing is I swiped it. When the video camera came up, it looked like 10, diff- uh, 10 times the distance away. It was tiny. I was like, oh, God, you can't see nothing. So I was trying to zoom into it. Um, but yeah, then it looked like on the video that you were swerving because that was the zoom, was it? Because it looked like for a sec that you were swerving. Yeah, because it was the so middle, far. When I put the, the like video, the, the thing went, 
so small. I thought yeah. you can't see it, especially at night, especially with low lights. Yeah, yeah it's and it's, no so well. I tried to zoom in to bring it, and it was a little bit, but then it just started going all fuzzy. So I wasn't even looking at the bloody thing. I was just looking at the screen, which started going weird. And there's some flashing lights underneath, which I couldn't figure out what it was. But the camera, when I took the picture, you can see it's a triangle with lights underneath it. And I go up and down there all the time. Never see any lights. Maybe once every few months you see a police helicopter or something. And then the next day, I then have three jets up for six hours in an evening. Jets, not plate, jets, because I could see by the tail, for the whole night around, it's got to be a 60, 70 mile radius around that area. So it was, I was more proof about what it was from seeing those jets up for the two nights afterwards than actually seeing that thing. So, and it was the first bit, that triangle, mate. that was a, a sharp triangle with lights coming out underneath that changed shape. And my brain didn't believe it until he got to the other end. I thought, now it's a ball. But that was definitely a triangle there. I'm glad I got the photograph of it. And then the jet's up for two days around it. So something, definitely. It's just, again, you've got to, just got to have to hurry up and go, look, these things are everywhere. Get over it, Andrew. <laughs> I believe them, but not on Wednesdays or whatever. <laughs> That's exactly my character. That was it. That, that, that was something, exactly it's something like, some yeah. variation of that. Oh, God. Is he terribly thirsty again? Oh, it's a nice little zag there. Are we, uh, are we looking forward to the non-postponed uh, US election? Because <laughs> uh, he, he, like, he can't, he can't keep up. He no, can't he can't. He can't. They've told him. Uh, yeah. he can't. His own party who control the... Because I think it was Congress. They control Congress, don't they? Because I think the Democrats control Senate. But remember, all he's got to do is get enough people around him. And then he's just got to go, well, okay, well, I'm going to force your hand. You've actually got to come and physically do something. He'll put it to the line where he's still sat in there and police are banging at the door. The problem is that's fine if he's running against Republicans because they will go in and drag you out. Mm. If you're against the losers, which are Democrats, who don't like to do anything other than talk. Yeah, there is. That you go, okay, well, you realise he doesn't care. He will sit in that chair until you come and get him and he'll get all his militiamen. Or to, yeah. So you've got to have the balls to actually physically do things in life and go and get him. And they won't. They well, will time up in court so that it'll be 2020. That's, th that's the thing. I mean, if, if theoretically, if that happened, it would go to the Supreme Court. But I mean, they would have to change the Constitution. They would have to have an amendment to the Constitution in order to, to do that. And I don't see them... No, no, no. no he's, getting, not gonna, he's not bothered. ...getting a two-thirds majority. Well, then it's completely legal. Yeah, but that's what I'm any... saying is he will go, okay, well, you do the court thing and I'm going to sit in the chair and do and the Democrats are going to go oh well okay well they'll just, just they'll just swear in this? they'll swear in Biden and then Biden will be there and it'll be like Trump will just be in the other part of the office Biden like, just the other sat, part of the on top of him well, going, like I'm not going I'm not going and they'll be like okay that's fine but you don't still okay you stay in the corner but yeah but when you've you got people control. with guns on either side now then it starts getting messy he starts calling up racist groups and things well come on they're kind of trying to pull well, me out it's illegal and if you've got republicans going yeah well it is a the we it's not fair election then they start calling up weird I, laws and things i right. think they would look at the long game and say it's not worth it yeah mind you by the time you get to it if nothing else happens and it is like they're slowly turning on and realize that i'm not going out of my way for it because i want a career when he's gone your, your friends the lincoln project said that it was treason i think yeah. I, well, I think they said something to words of effectively it was treason uh, or illegal. Oh the, no, they said that he knows he's going to lose. So the the backstory to that because it, it was over in a flash in a pad. But essentially, um, for people who are listening but didn't hear the story was that Trump said he thinks that the with no bait with no evidence to support this whatsoever. You'll be shocked to hear said that there was a high chance of of mail votes being uh, fraudulent or being faked faked. Um, because uh, obviously they're expecting more mail voting this election because of coronavirus, um, which you may have read about here and there. 
well, mentioned once or twice. So yeah, he's saying we should postpone the election. It will be the fakest one. Then, um, well, what's more, sorry, is that actually they did do an inquiry after the 2016 election. Yeah, uh, he claimed the same thing because he lost the popular vote and he didn't. Even though he won the presidency, he lost the popular vote. He didn't like that, so he actually did an inquiry into um, uh, uh, voter fraud and um, particularly postal voter fraud. It ran for a couple of months. It was a partisan committee, so it's all Republican people. I think Mike Pence was the head of it. Uh, didn't find a thing, and they had to fold it. Like th- th- even their own partisan inquiry couldn't find anything. But I love how pathetic it is that he just he starts complaining now for the fact that I'm going to yeah. lose. Like, like make start making excuses yeah. already. It's just like, but he did well, it I'm the quite first tired, yeah. and my feet hurt, and I, I well, I'm not allowed. I got a note from my mum. Yeah. <laughs> Just a pathetic excuse. But then he, after, so that ran for, I think, about half a day at most of him saying this. And then, uh, obviously, everyone, most of the majority of people, including Republicans, a lot of journalists uh, on both sides of the kind of political spectrum, obviously, there are going to be the diehard Trumps who are like, yeah, it's a great idea. The Dems are trying to take it. But, you know, the, the, is it Mitch McConnell? And I can't remember who the other, the two kind of most senior. Um, Republicans within uh, Congress or the yeah, Senate. I can't remember the which whatever, yeah. yeah, they just went no, yeah, because <laughs> because uh, they went. I mean, no, because that's that's illegal, and no, and well, I'm glad because, that's effectively a coup. But, and then yeah. yeah, but then he so then he started tweeting, going, "We are going to win so much in 2020." Back to that again. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Yesterday you were saying you were going to lose. Thing he does is let me just dip my toe in the water. See yeah. how far I can put. Oh, the, the, no, I can't do that. Let me go back to something <laughs> else again. Now. Oh, just Many have I just pathetic. I wonder said, if it's still up there. I wonder when if when he was complaining about Fauci as well, saying, "Why does everybody like him? He works for me. Why don't they like me?" And he go. You are pathetic. You are the president of the United States. And you're literally saying, well, it doesn't make any sense. It's funny how they like him, but he works for me. So why don't they like me? And you go, you are a, a <laughs> pathetic, in, probably the most pathetic individual that's ever. You just, whole lie, life has been lies and shams and cons. And now you've just been cornered. And now you've just got nothing other than, eh, hate them. Hate them as well. He is one of the more, he's like one of those Roman emperors, you, you know, you read about during the crisis of the third century. You go, um, but this one's God. This one's totally insane. Turn the page. Oh, he he was a model of reason <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. This one's doing all George Bush now. Yeah. Like, oh, as, not, not that as, bad. As I said, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, they, they, like Game of Thrones, they keep on getting like leaders in of different houses and the the nations, and they're terrible. <laughs> and so they go, oh, this guy's awful. He's incompetent. We'll just get rid of him. And then they get someone in who's even worse. And then they're like, oh my god, like what? And then they get rid of them, and they get someone who's literally psychotic, and they're just like. <laughs> Oh, it's funny because when we saw my Greek mythology before, and I thought, oh, well, let me try and brush up on some of that after the show. And I was listening, yeah. and then I just got into Athens and I was listening to some other stuff about politics. And I thought, this is nowadays. It's the same thing. It's just every generation just restarts. Yeah, it's just turning Athens on each other. Like, he's yeah. at this, and then they, he's that trick, and he blamed him for the thing, even though it was nothing to do you with think, him. Well, Pericles, the great hero yeah. <laughs> that saved Athens from Half destruction. Half the time he's banished him and back yeah. again, and they go, oh, well, he's the war. He's, no, he started it. Oh, I made it look like they... It's, oh, my God. I, I can't remember who said this, but, but we'll end on this. But, but I wish they did. They said, uh, someone said, someone a lot cleverer than me, so... Obviously, one of one of the one trillions people, of people, yeah, yeah, said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, even even that 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 quote about um, if we don't uh, learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. It annoys me because you've got a sentence that is supposed to, but it's actually ironic because you don't learn 
So you yes. invented that. The society invented that that doesn't actually use that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because you've got a new generation that has to learn the history well, by the, the thing, time they just, work out they're dead. Sh- shush them off and let's just start all over again. Let's let, let them pretend voting yeah. works all over again. Let's get the 15-year-olds and tell them about voting. May I, I say... Uh, oh, that was because every generation has to rediscover. Every yeah. generation discovers sex and every generation discovers going out and every generation discovers and paying, they think they're the first one paying to do taxes it. and they go oh my goodness what the heck is going on i didn't realize that all these things i had to get a job and pay bills and stuff and you go yeah it's almost like they have to rediscover well, especially it when you've got a society where the kids are in charge the kids mm-hmm. teach the adults there's no sort of adults learning it that are there to teach the youngers oh, well, the old people sod them we, we're in charge i know what did you want to say i was just gonna say have either of you watched very quickly have either of you watched once upon a time in iraq no. It's very oh, good. It's a BBC documentary. Um, documentary series, five episodes. And it starts with, it's not about all, it's about the uh, 2003-led invasions. So it's the build-up to that. When, and then, when was that on? Uh, it's recently. I think I th- it, it's on iPlayer. You can watch the whole series on iPlayer. But at one point, they're interviewing a special forces bloke who's absolutely like the most carved out of wood person I've ever seen. Um, and he was talking about in, I can't remember the name of the unit, and he said that they just basically brain what you know, you go three weeks without sleep while they're on missions and stuff, but yeah, they just train you, they just absolutely train you to be this bizarre. Um, so that instead of saying, obviously, you know, we see in film, you know, sir, yes, sir, and all this thing, all they do is say kill is the answer to every question, just but scream it. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. So it's just like, we are going to go over, um, we're going to go over that wall, you know, we've got to, we're going to run 30 miles today as part of a training exercise. Is everyone's your response to everything? Do you um so right? We're gonna go have lunch. Uh, right, you got five minutes for rations and blah 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 to eat. Kill. I mean, that was it. He just said you just got trained and you didn't care. And you're Man. telling me these people didn't win hearts and minds yeah, over exactly, very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's quite nonchalant. He's just like, yeah, you know, this car came through and we held up the sign and uh, they we did they didn't stop. So you know, I, I, I bye bye, mummy and daddy and grandpa. You're like. Uh, what <laughs> I, I watched a, a, a documentary about the uh, about the Irish uh, troubles, yes, and um, they had these SAS guys there because they had shoot to kill, uh, yeah, shoot to kill, and they literally had the yellow papers where they were allowed to shoot anyone without a, basically they could shoot first. They were they they, they were covered. To kill. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice to kill. They yeah. were literally covered. They could do anything they want. They were just and they they were quite open to the fact that and there was there was special unit the uh, military response force or something I think. Um, and they were just driving around doing drive-bys on people. Okay. Like, just drive around shooting people. I listened to a podcast in some essay, uh, one of them, oh, uh, Seal Team 6 or whatever. And, um, th- yeah, he was saying that he said, one of the, tr- he said, can you tell us, like, one of the- I know you can't say things about what you happen on a, a mission. Like, he said, can you give us any little things? And he said, well, I shouldn't tell. He said, they might not do it anymore. He said, but when we'd go into um, the Taliban and caves and things like that, he said, we would put in, um, um, like, cat eyes contact lenses so when you'd go in it would give you half a second when they just basically see sort of like what the fuck is that coming like you'd say blokes coming through with those cat eyes so the lights would light up and to them were religious and things it would just give them that split second of going. Well, it would also, yeah, I think it would freak out anyone. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. But then, like, what the heck is You're that? like at this devil thing coming yeah. through. And he said, it just gives you that split second. But also, you're like, is that a cat? Yeah, like, yeah. Six <laughs> huge cats yeah. coming Cat man. And I thought, that's quite smart, actually. Just give you that one second. But I remember Donald Trump got in charge. my bloody phone on. When they got the, who was it they got in the cave? And he said, oh, we were screaming for his life. Like, you remember? Well, Bin, La- Bin Laden was in the building. Was Bin Laden? Oh, Al-Baghdadi? Yeah, that was it, yeah. And, um, he, he name got, your favorite terrorist. <laughs> he he grasped them up because he was so keen to show off. Oh, we got this guy. We he destroyed him. He's screaming. Yeah. 
that he actually let won the secret out. Oh yes, that was right. Yes, I remember because they that. actually send loads of dogs in first. Like if there's like four or five people in there with guns, they just get twenty dogs and just go go, and they just because they can't. You don't know what to do. If 20 dogs come out of it. Yeah. And he went, oh, we sent the dogs in. People were like, don't tell them what we do, you bloody idiot. Didn't it? Didn't it? Was that the one where it turned out he'd um, broken sort of secrecy rules because he rang some Ilya Putin and told him what had... Yeah, he got... Before, a load was, of there things. was all sorts of but things. But the dog thing, they said, nobody knew that they send a load of dogs. They just get a fucking shitload of dogs and send them into the cave. And he went and bloody blabbered because he wanted to say he died screaming, being bitten by dogs, and he actually told them. And they thought, oh, you... Just to show off, just to show. Well, again, because Obama got to got to be president when Bin Laden was taken down, because obviously the whole Trump presidency is. Obama yeah. made fun of me, and so he's that's so it. jealous of him. Just let's <laughs> yeah, erase him from the history books. Everything yeah. that I'm not is everything yeah. that I'm not. All right, okay, so uh, less than that. Hang on, before we finish, talking yeah, talking about uh, special forces going through caves. The uh, end scene <sighs> sequence in Sicario. If anyone's ever seen the first film. one. Yes, first one. Yeah, I haven't seen the second. It's very good, isn't it? That's a great film, yeah. What second was that? Well, I didn't okay. get the reference so, there. What was you saying? Sicario. They, there's a sequence where they go through these tunnels and take out all these uh, drug dealers, these cartel guys, yeah. and uh, it's all done through thermal vision. And they're literally like Delta Force guys going in there, and they get knives. They just pull out knives, and you just see just the heat trace. Around oh, yeah. it's, it's really great. One of the uh, the podcasts, isn't it, about the, the uh, what was his name? The, the Tic Tac incident alien guy, the, the, the oh, actual lieutenant, whoever it saw him. Anyway, I'm not going to remember Bob his name. Bob Lazar. No, not yeah, here. There's the another oh. guy. Um, but he, he actually ended up explaining the things that the other guy saw like 30 years later, that the, how things move, they tilt upwards yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, but the pilot who saw the thing and he filmed it and, everyone, you know, the, the footage of, look, look, gee, look at the speed of that thing. Oh, yeah. he, um, he said, so he said, I feel a bit guilty because I'm not into aliens or anything like that. And people question me. He said, because we used to wind people up in the planes. <laughs> he said, so we'd have like these raptors i can't remember the name of it. he said they're one of the fastest planes he said you'd go out on missions and you just just you can take the planes out just to uh, get hours under your belt and he said he he was one actually like he's in the top 20 of pilots in the america he's one that he was when 9-11 was happening he was one of the ones flying around new york and um so he was a top guy yeah. he filmed all this stuff and uh, four of them caught it on the camera and all the, on the, uh, the radars but anyway he said we would go through the desert sometimes and there would be people sort of camping out. You'd see like a, you'd, you'd have a heat things on and you could see a little flame for like 50 miles away. He said, so what would you do? You'd, you'd boot the speed up and then you'd go high so they couldn't hear you anything. He said, and then you'd, you'd nosedive, cut the power so there's nothing. He said, you'd get to about 500 feet up and then you'd just smash on the afterburners and go, and then poof, and then turn them off again. So just for low, he, said, and he said, I weren't the only one doing it. He said, like, she can guarantee that other people are doing it throughout the desert. And he said, and they're UFO stories now from honest people. <laughs> there's, there's this thing and this burst of light and then it was gone. The noise. Sonic boomed yeah. over me, yeah. So uh, as we all agree, aliens yep. do exist. So uh, okay. that was it. Do you think I was lying to you, brother? What was your opinion when I told you it? I didn't have think you were lying to me. Yeah, no, you were. Uh, Charles, no, uh, I, I just, it was a very strange <laughs> Tell video. us now, Charles. <laughs> no, it was just a very strange video. Like, uh, I couldn't, uh, I, video, I, I'm, I'm I believe sorry, that you a... saw something weird, yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. If you see that the, the photograph, that was what I could see clearly. The, the video footage was too, I wouldn't, look. but the thing was actually, it was what clearer than even the photograph shows you. It was really odd. Anyway, so, but all the pilots going up afterwards proved there was something going on, whatever it was. Um, and that's it. Cool. So, um, so that's the all-new VLH podcast. Oh, hang on. Yep. Shall we... Uh, wait, 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 wait. So don't forget uh, to like, like to share, and subscribe, and yeah. comment. Follow uh, us on at Via Media, and also head to our website, 
vialucci.com. Don't need to be booked now. You can head to the podcast section. Like and subscribe, comment. And if you like non-alcoholic beer, go to zagdrinks.com. These are actually genuinely really nice. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's why I did. Like, that's guys. the first yeah. time you give taste it. it. Yeah. Um, so that's the show. So we'll so, be back next week with John Higgins. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so do some sci-fi <laughs> movies. <laughs> and you're off for how long? Three weeks. Uh, I'm off till whatever the weekend of the. Are you coming back is. with a tan or anything? What, what is the? No, I'm just, I'll be coming back pale and pasty from working constantly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, don't wait too too hard. It's just a podcast. You know. Don't go, don't go <laughs> crazy with the research. So there you go. So that's the show. We'll see you next week with John Higgins. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Take care. Everyone. Adios. You could be larger than